Welcome to Naturally Well, a podcast to help you live a healthier and happier life with a Nordic twist. I'm your host, Kate Turner, registered dietitian, personal trainer, Nordic Naturals nutrition specialist, and owner of Live Well with Kate. Today's guest is fitness and mindfulness expert, Todd McCullough. Todd was born in the rural South and attended University of Florida, where he was a starting football player. And like many athletes, he suffered numerous injuries. He had a career in finance at Merrill Lynch and was laid off during the financial crisis of 2008. Todd knew it was time for a new direction. His football injuries led him to a yoga studio where he discovered a way to move with his physical restrictions. This led Todd to merge his new passion for yoga with athletic training and TMAC Fitness was born. It began as a personal training business where Todd trained thousands of clients, including Olympic athletes and celebrity artists. Eventually, it was time to scale. Now, TMAC Fitness is an online membership-based company that provides short, fast, and effective workouts with a strong emphasis on mindfulness. Todd's signature online program, TMAC 20, has helped more than 20,000 people get in shape and get their mind right from home. In this episode, Todd teaches us about the connection between fitness and meditation and how they are interconnected and gives us the opportunity to not only improve our lives, but the lives of those we love. Todd also goes through the best ways to build a fitness and meditation habit and how to prime your environment to reach your goals while learning that all you need is 20 minutes a day to see not only changes in your body, but in your mind. This may be one of my favorite interviews thus far. Todd is a breath of fresh air in an industry that can be so focused on just the outward changes and forgets how important inner changes to reach and see physical changes. For myself, this connection only became very apparent about a year ago, and I found that moving my body and my mind has done more for my health than I could have ever predicted. So come and learn with me how to not only build a new routine, but how meditation and fitness can have an enormous impact on your life and all in just 20 minutes a day. All right, Todd, well, welcome to the show. I'm so happy to have you on. I mean, I feel like we were already just having and diving into our conversation anyways. Um, But I would love for our community first just to get to know a little bit more about you and your story and how you got into the fitness industry and have built this amazing community. Um, and really, you know, I look at it as like this, you know, your TMAC fitness empire. <laughs> uh, wow. It's, uh, it's been a hell of a journey, Kate. Thanks for having me on. Um, so to give you kind of the cliff note version, grew up in small rural town, North Florida, right on the Florida Georgia line. Um, you know, the closest, mall, bowling alley, you know, any of that growing up movie theater was about 40 miles away. So, you know, as a kid growing up, we'd go to, we'd go into the city, so to speak, which is the <laughs> west side of Jacksonville, about once or twice a year and get school clothes. And if we were lucky, mom drugged dad in town, he took us to Red Lobster. Uh, so that was fine dining for us. And the whole time he just bitched about how he could have made a better steak at home. Um, but those biscuits were good. So yeah, I kind of grew up I never in a million years think I'd be doing yoga and meditation, but you know, I had, I was fortunate to play football at the university of Florida, spent the first half of my life really dedicated to, uh, you know, pursuing that dream. And then through that process, I ended up having five surgeries and a bunch of other injuries that led me to studying yoga because I couldn't lift weights anymore. I was just, you know, as an athlete, like my whole life, I'd been waking up early in the morning training and then there's that transition afterwards where it's like, you're not getting paid to do this. Why are you still doing this? But you, you, feel, you know, you feel better working out, but I couldn't go use the normal modalities that I knew with, you know, power lifting, Olympic lifting, that type of stuff. And so I stumbled into a yoga class, honestly, because there was a, a hot girl wearing little lemon pants um, <laughs> that invited me. So that was the first time I could get in a great sweat and not hurt. And I knew there was something there to explore. And so I spent the next probably five to seven years studying under this great yoga teacher, Vinny Marino in Santa Monica, and then was able to merge what I knew as an athlete with yoga. Because I was doing the yoga and I noticed I was losing kind of cardiovascular, you know, my ability there. And I was getting a little little skinny and scrawny. Uh, My football teammates were making fun of me a little bit. And then, but my body felt great. So I started merging what I knew as an athlete, what I knew was yoga. And that led to a 20-minute home workout program called TMAC 20. And we basically serve a lot of mom and dads around the world who just who like to work out, 
uh, like to have a daily connection with God, just don't have the time. And so we created these 20 minute bodyweight workouts that all ended in meditation and prayer. We've kind of harvested this amazing community of awesome people that are just light minded that want to wake up and move their bodies and connect to their spiritual practice so they can give their best to their children, their coworkers, and their spouse. So that's the yeah, no, version. There you go. I love it. That was great, Todd. Um, I know I love so much that you connect and we're going to dive into the meditation piece of it, but that you connect fitness and, you know, working out and exercising with that mindful connection. And I also love that your workouts are 20 minutes because I think too, especially for moms and dads and just for people in general, you know, we can create or make typically 20 minutes in our day. But I found with so many people, if it's, you know, an hour long workout or mm-hmm. I mean, even 45 minutes, it can just be overwhelming. So one thing I also love about your program is you really focus on building sustainable habits. And are there certain things within your program that you teach to your community to really help them build those habits, even if it's just staying consistent with their workouts and, um, making sure they're fitting them in. Well, so one thing we always say, right, is that we all know that a good workout makes you feel great, right? You get those positive feel-good endorphins yeah. rush, right? And so we all know what it feels like. We just don't make the time for it because we're busy with, you know, you got kids, you got soccer practice, you know, et cetera. Um, we always say that, like, always know that you're 20 minutes away from being in a better mindset. And there's something about just knowing that you're 20 minutes away. So like the kid takes a nap or maybe you get your ass up up 20 minutes early, right? Like maybe the kid's playing soccer and you do your 20 minute workout while the kid's playing soccer at the field. Like I've never wanted dad. One of the best testimonials I've heard over the years is like, Hey, I just wanted to say thanks so much for your program talk. I used to have to choose between going to the gym after work and going to my kid's soccer games. I never wanted dad to make that choice. I want him to be able to go to his kid's soccer game and then still be able to time to get in his workout. And so I think understanding that you're just a short period away from being in a better mindset. And then we strip away all excuses. Our workouts literally require no equipment, right? So that was that blend of yoga with hit training, whereas you literally, you have zero excuses. Like just give me 20 minutes and we'll transform your body. Uh, so it's stripping away all the excuses, And then we have a few foundational things that we do, like when we take people through our challenges and onboard new customers, right? So we'll do like a 20-day challenge a couple of times a year. And it's really based on like three things that I think is essential for someone developing a new habit. Like behavioral change is really freaking hard. And so this is why like we try to take people through our 20-day challenge first. And it starts with just understanding why you want to develop this new habit, right? Like say most people come to lose 10 pounds, Great. I think it's amazing. I don't think we should shame that. Let's try to help people lose 10 pounds, but understand why, right? It's like maybe you want to improve your sex life with your with your spouse, right? Like maybe you want more energy to play with your kids and you come home from work and you're just feeling tired all the time. These are great things. Like just, just take the moment to understand why you want to develop this new habit. The second part is accountability, right? Studies show that you're 95% more likely to reach your goal if you have a daily check-in. So you have to build in some sort of accountability partner. So during our challenges, we have people partner up with someone where they have a daily check-in each day, right? And so this could be a friend, this could be a coworker, or you could hire a coach if you needed to. <clears throat> I know you're a coach as well and a dietitian. You can hire someone like yourself, but you need some sort of daily check-in. Hey, just checking in, show me a picture of your 10,000 steps or your workout. So that's step two. And the third part is that you have to figure out a program that meets you where, where you are right now. So say if you want to go run a marathon, running a marathon is your goal. You don't start running all 26 miles the first day, right? Start with running for five minutes. Get where you can run for five minutes every single day. Next week, build up to 10 minutes. So one of the things that we've done is that, you know, I started this program with all these kick-ass advanced workouts for a lot of athletes like myself. And I realized that it, they were too hard for the majority of people trying to develop a new habit. So we brought in amazing trainers that are way more gifted than I am to teach beginner workouts. So we have people that have never worked out, haven't worked out in 10 years that are doing our program. It's just helping meet them where they are. Um, and so I think that's a critical part too, is just figuring out like where you are right now, take an honest assessment. This is why gym memberships try to catch, you know, grab you for a year of membership in January because they know your ass isn't going to be there in April, Right. And they've made, uh, that's how the fitness industry's made all their money. And so what we try to do is 
help bring people along, meet them where they are, and surround them with a group of people that are like-minded to encourage them. I love that. And um, I'm such a, a Atomic Habits by James Clear junkie. And Fantastic so I love eat. Book. Oh my God. I mean, I've read tons of habits books. It is by far the best. Yeah. Um, and I love when you brought up the five minute piece, like mm-hmm. instead of thinking about, you know, if your goal is to run a marathon, just running five minutes, or even if it's, you're really not working out right now. And maybe you start doing a, you know, a, just a five minute walk or getting moving. Yes. And I remember in the book, he talks a lot about that. Like, even if it was like, just going to the gym, you don't even have to do anything, yeah. just go there. Um, and I think it's just, yeah, it's, it's breaking down those barriers. And I love that. I mean, everything you've said with your program does that breaking down all those barriers that people and those excuses that we all make for ourselves. Right. Um, and just making it attainable. And I'm curious in terms of the meditation piece, one, just, you know, how, where did that start for you, Todd? Like, have you always meditated and where did that come from? But how have you seen it affect the community you've built and your clients? Yeah. I mean, so there's a lot there. Uh, yeah. I'll <laughs> answer all those, but so remember the part about me being from North Florida? Trust yeah. Me, there's no one fucking meditating that, in North Florida. I was assuming you probably weren't <laughs> no, meditating your whole life. No, definitely <laughs> not. Never in a million years. Uh, but what was important, I came to know Christ at 12 years old and my relationship with Jesus has been a huge part of who I am. And so I'd always wake up in the morning and be like, God, you know, I'd get on my knees and be with me today, be with my family, like all great intentions. But I was honestly half-assing and looking back, I was like, oh, you're just not really awake. But that was always a part of me, right? It was like a good a good habit that I developed since I was 12. Um, and then as I began to study yoga, I was like, all right, there's something deeper here about stilling the mind. That we when we still the mind, we create the space for God. Whereas like where I'm talking and I'm praying, I'm talking to God. Whereas in meditating, you're creating this space to be in God's presence. And that's a huge difference. And so I was like, there's something there. And there's something with my Christian background that I can come to and bring these together to make the most sense for me. And, you know, I didn't really have a, never had any intentions of like making a program. I was just trying to explore this for myself, like yoga, like yoga helped heal my body. So I just wanted to dive into that. So I started diving more into this. My injuries flared up again after a couple of years where I couldn't even do yoga, couldn't do a chaturanga, my shoulders. I've had a couple of shoulder surgeries, got a lot of metal plate, metal in there and anchors. They were acting up. So literally all I could do, Kate, was I'd walk down to the ocean, cold Pacific, you know, at sunrise during the winter, it's about 55 degrees, and I would just sit in the cold ocean. And if you've been in the cold Pacific during the winter, it's freezing cold. And to be it's able your to- cryo, There's your cryotherapy, right? For sure. <laughs> it feels, it feels, I went to the ocean this morning first thing. It feels amazing. But for you to be able to withstand that type of cold, and like my goal was to make it 20 minutes, right? So you break it down. Like, all right, I got in one minute. I'm going to go for two minutes. I'm going to go for five. To be able to do that, you, I started to learn to train the mind as a muscle. Whereas like, I could look down above and I would see this body in the cold ocean just shaking and trembling and be attacked, re- removed from it. And so I could see this body and look down from above and started mm-hmm. to understand the power of what they say in yoga as far as being the observer in a stressful situation. So you're asking like, how does this affect my everyday life? Let's say Kate, like you and I are in a business agreement and you do something that I feel violates our contract as a business person. I can react emotionally or I can draw down from above in that moment, come back to my breath and make a choice that's more along along the lines of what I want the outcome to be that's aligned with who I am as a human being right? This applies to your personal relationships, right? You always, they're all saying that like, it's never about the dishes, right? It's like, you're able to pick up on that more when you're more mindful and present. And so that's kind of like how it affects me now. And it's just puts, put me in a positive mindset every day is how I look. I look at fitness now, okay? It's like working out creates energy. The meditation, the mind right meditation allows me to connect to my, connect to my spiritual practice and be a part of something bigger than myself that day, right? Because we go about this day often in 2000, in our time period, where it's all about us, it's all about me. 
in our meditation, we have you lift up a loved one. We have you connect to something bigger than yourself and understand that you're part of something bigger than you, I think helps us right now, especially right now with COVID. So that's kind of, you know, the merging of my desire to know God with what I learned from yoga and meditation was kind of how this came about. It never was like, you know, trying to make money off of it or anything. It was just like, hey, I'm going to create these I want to create this and share what I've learned from yoga and meditation with the world. And that was, I was told originally never to put, I mean, I've been making these videos now probably seven years or so. And I was originally told about never mix, you know, spirituality with fitness. They're always separate and they're separate for a reason. You're going to piss people off, whatever. And I was like, well, I piss people off. I, 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 it, it comes from a good place. I'm sure I don't, I, you know, I don't mind pissing people off. Like, but that looking back seven years from now for producing content, it's that's what makes HEMAC fitness special. Is I was going to say, it's your, that's your niche, Todd. Like yeah. whenever, and that's, yeah, I think that's with anything. Whenever people say, oh, don't do that. It's never, you're not supposed to do that. It's like, oh, that's actually a great opportunity. <laughs> it's all how you look at it too, right? Right, but it was like, you know, it's interesting. But it's what's true to you. Right, and I think that that's where it's easier looking back now saying, yeah, that's what makes HEMAC fitness unique. And that's the niche. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I wasn't trying to create a niche. I was no. just trying to help. I was trying to help people. And I knew that after spending, you know, I've been training people in this, you know, for a decade in LA. And I saw that you can work out, you can eat all the right food, you can have all the right doctors, you can hire the right trainers, the right dietitians, and still not be fucking happy. Right. And the goal is to be happy. Right. Like I knew I was getting people physically in shape, but they still weren't happy. So I was like, there's a deeper meaning and a deeper sense of purpose that I personally think that we're all designed for. And so it's yeah. never my place to, I feel like, tell people what that connection should be for them, what to believe in, but to simply create the space and give them a tangible program that they can do every day. We've got you know springtime right now. If you're traveling this summer, you can take this with you. And again, when I, when I try to help people come to us again to lose weight, mostly to get in shape, and we help them meet that goal. But in that process, like our members stay for four, five, six years. Like we had a dad the other day email me. He's got four kids, lives in Virginia, and he did our workout for 365 straight days. Isn't that amazing? Like, that's amazing. It's incredible. Good it's, for him. It's amazing. It's amazing. I, was like, oh, this is good. I can't do any better, but it's like, they make that transition where, hey, I came to lose weight. I, you helped me lose weight, but I noticed how happier I was. I was a better father. I was a you know better husband. I was more productive at work. And you, they start to see fitness and mindfulness as tools to be a better human. Yep. Um, and that's how I think you make the habit stick. Yeah. And I just love, I feel like with your program, in a sense, Todd, you're killing two birds with one stone because people are learning meditation and building that habit, which can take a while. I mean, it, for myself, I feel like I'm still working on it. Um, we always, but then always. you're also, <laughs> I, oh, I know, I think, I think I'm going to always have to be working on it and yeah. actively, um, creating space and time, which is the same for exercise, but I love that you're combining both. And one thing you said that I also appreciate is, you know, it, you're not choosing for people who, when they are creating that space for themselves, they have to be connected to God, right? It's to whatever, it's just creating space for your own mind and allowing it. But to me, you're the best and one of the best teachers for it because it's what aligns with you. And that's when we as teachers are at our best because one, you've been through it, right? So like you experienced the yoga and you saw the changes and the effects and same with mindfulness, but you also stayed true to your path when everyone was saying, Oh, don't combine those two. We don't do that. Yeah. (laughs) But because you're completely aligned and which I'm sure makes you so happy, it also just makes you a better teacher and able to have people tell you those testimonials, right. And experience it for themselves. Um, I'm curious though, have you ever had people tell you that obviously, you know, they've seen changes with the fitness aspect, Mm -hmm. but that the meditation piece even like weighed bigger for them? So I got an email a little while back about, um, I think it was a a son and mother in Australia and Mm -hmm. they were saying that their father 
was uh, dying of a terminal ill disease. And they were in the hospital. The hospital was like a long drive from where they lived. And so they couldn't make the commute anymore every day to go see their father. This is pre-COVID. And so they decided to kind of live at the hospital with the last couple of weeks with her, with this, with his dad, with her husband. And they were doing the TMAC workouts in the hospital rooms um, with the meditation. And they said that the meditation just allowed them to have the peace and of the passing of their father and their husband. So I, I always get choked up thinking about it because it's like, that's why we do this, right? Mm-hmm. It was like, these are the tools, like this this woman is losing the person that she's loved and known the most in her life. This son is losing her father. And in the midst of all this pain, they're able to connect and move. This is a, a, a you know an older lady and a young fit guy doing this and it's they're helping in the, in this in this tough time um and when we talk about getting our mind right so to speak that's kind of like our slogan here is that's exactly what it fucking is right yeah there. you know it's hard to put it in words but like you, you know it when you see it yeah and i love just for anyone listening to if you know we all have goals we're trying to achieve or things we want to start. I know for myself, actually about a year ago, it was, it was meditation. And, mm-hmm. um, if you're looking to start moving more or find a, a fitness program, you can connect with, cause people can still be active, but if they're like, you know what, I still haven't found that program. That's right for yeah. me. But they're also like, Oh, another one of my goals is to start meditating or being more mindful. I mean, it's the perfect combination. And again, where you still have, it's not, oh, you need an hour to do both. It's Mm -hmm. like, give me 20 minutes. And like you said in the beginning, I'm telling you after 20 minutes, you will feel better. You will, you know, react to stress, but all these other things too, right? You're just going to be able to perform better throughout the day. Um, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. What I was going to say was, I didn't know what this term meant. And or I didn't realize that we did this until I read Atomic Habits where James Clear was talking about uh, habit stacking, right? Yes. So what we did was we took the habit of working out, right? Like, so if you are, if you're mm-hmm. listening, right now, you, like you're like, you're a runner and you've got like running down, that's your thing. You're trying to figure out how you're going to work. You've heard this meditation thing helps people. You're stressed in your life. You're going through it, et cetera. Um, but where do you fit this meditation in? Do your morning run. And then just do our, try our mind right meditation. It takes four minutes, five minutes immediately after our run, before you come home and shower. I like, if I do a trail run, I'll literally finish the run and sit at the end of the trail before I go back to the car and do the meditation. Again, there's just, you're just taking your good habit as James Burr talks about, and you're stacking this new one on. Um, And again, I didn't realize we were doing that, but I think that's why, you know, for example, I got an email from a, this guy outside in Georgia. He's like, I'm doing that meditation thing every day and I feel good. I don't know why, you know, and it's like if you just stacked it on. But if you told that guy in rural Georgia to go, you know, sit cross-legged in a yoga studio and, and do mantras all day, he'd probably tell you to go golf. Like there's no way he's doing that. <laughs> yeah. Right? So I just take the habit that you have and just stack this mind right meditation on. And if you just go to the website, you can get it for free. It's on YouTube and stuff like that. No, I agree. That's actually probably the piece I used most from Atomic Habits with clients because mm-hmm. it also just, it helps form that habit. Because if you just say, it's kind of like, you know, if someone's taking their, let's say we'll use supplements as an example. Oh, mm-hmm. just take your supplements every day okay, well, we're going to easily forget that. But then you pair it with, you know, you make it obvious, which we'll talk about. You make it obvious and put it next to your coffee pot if that's where you go. And you have a glass of water there always. And yeah, I mean, it's just, it's such a powerful tool. Now, give me, since you're you're in the supplement business, how do you, because I love those examples, which you just said, I'm curious, what are some of the habits, uh, that you've seen help people get in. Cause I'll share with you mine too over the years. Yeah. And I, cause I, I, I had all the supplements, you know, given to me and stuff and they just sat there. And, yep. then, and that's most know, people Todd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they just sit there and I was like, okay, these things are kind of expensive, but they sit there. But so I'm curious what, what, it, how have you seen them as far as a habit stacking yep. so to speak, work? 
So it's funny. I actually was just did a presentation for some of our retailers and I made sure we, it was on sleep and stress, but I made sure to include two or three slides just on, okay, we, we recommended some things, but now let's actually implement it. What you were talking about actually, before we started recording is now, how do we fit it into your life? So I think actually the make it obvious part and the habit stacking part are two of the biggest ones. So going through that, I will say with most supplements, Mm -hmm. um, it is best if you're taking it with food. So for myself, for example, that means I am putting my supplements, you know, even if, cause I feel like a lot of people put them in their cabinets and that may be a cabinet that you don't open in the morning. Right. You're not going to take that supplement, um, or, you know, medication, whatever you need to. So it's more so where am I going to be during, if I want to take it with breakfast in the morning, because usually I'm home. So first thinking, okay, what meal am I usually home for? Mm-hmm. And then where will I typically eat that meal? What cabinet will I open if I'm grabbing a plate or, you know, a cup, et cetera. Um, so for me, I actually keep it right by our, where we eat. So it's like, okay, I finished my food supplements are in my face. Um, and then for myself, I take magnesium every night, which I love. And so I put that on our coffee table because we're usually, watching a show or I'm on my laptop, finishing up some work, but that's where we're spending our time. So making it obvious for yourself that it's right in front of your face and making it just right easier for yourself. Or you can also combine it with habit stacking. Same with like, okay, once I'm done my meal, I take my supplements or, um, I know some people like to do it first thing in the morning. Again, sometimes better to take it with food, but you know, maybe again, it's like, if your coffee pot is the first place you go first, I would suggest, you know, having 16 ounces of water right there with you drinking that first and taking your supplements while your coffee is being brewed. Um, but making it easy for yourself too, in that sense. And also for some people, I know they just don't like to have, especially if you're taking a bunch or you have a bunch of medications, they don't like to have all the bottles out, then get yourself, you know, one of the nice little, um, compartments that tells you like morning and evening and, and you just have to take that around, which you could also, you know, pop in your bag if you're traveling, um, or going out for the day or something like that. So those, those are probably my top tips for taking them. No, I think what you, what you just said is kind of what has been working for me as well. It's like, I, I know, um, oh, I'll make, let me backtrack real quick. So I had multivitamins and stuff in the house and they just sat there and I've been, I have a pretty bad sweet tooth in the evening. So I was like, all right, like even like this yogurt, it's got too much sugar in it. Right. So let's see if we can get rid of this sweet tooth. And I was looking up and I had all these vitamins and folks that sent me and I was like, those are gummies. Like <laughs> those can't be the best quality, but I bet they taste really freaking good right now. And so I started using the gummy multivitamin to help me with my sweet tooth. Totally. So now every night after dinner, I go, I look, I go grab the shit out of my little, my little gummy multivitamins. And then I'm like, all right, well, here's my vitamin D K3, right? Here's my vitamin C. Yeah. Uh, here's my zinc. Uh, here's my magnesium. And then it's, I just knock them out, but it's like, they just sit there forever until I started like, all right, well, I really want to get rid of the sweet tooth and those freaking gummies. I bet they taste good. No, Todd, I'm so glad you brought that up. Cause that was actually one of the things we talked about too, was take it in the form that you're going to remember to take. Mm-hmm. So for a lot of people, it is gummies because yeah. if they're extra delicious, you're more inclined to take it. So also buying the form because, you know, there's no point if you have, let's say the gel cap or soft gels sitting in your cabinet for a year versus taking, you know, taking those gummies every day. That's a huge difference. So take it in the form yeah. that you're no, going to remember. All, all of the other ones aren't gummies. They're all gel, they're all yeah. gel caps. But, but it like, it, but it gets that habit yeah, going, absolutely. right? It's like, okay, it's uh, supplement time, but you got to that supplement time because you're like, Ooh, I get it. I get to take that yummy gummy multivitamin. Absolutely. <laughs> I love, you know what? And actually following up on that for keeping people moving and 
working on their fitness goals and even just making sure, let's say with your program, they're doing their 20 minutes each day. How can people prime their environment to make sure that habit sticks? Yeah. So you're talking about making it obvious, right? So yeah. you literally need zero equipment. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I always say that if you have a yoga mat that helps, so you can put the yoga mat out. It's like wherever you're going to do that practice, go ahead and lay the yoga mat out. Like, right. So I do my workout literally right there in the living room. I can't go out the front door. My yoga mat's right there. Um, and so that's, it's just obvious to me that before I go out that door, there's the yoga mat. Like it's, yeah. it's, it's obvious for me, it's, it's accessible. So wherever it may be a, a bonus room, it could be your living room. It could be, you may be in a one bedroom place at like, you know, you literally just put your yoga mat right next to like when you wake up in the morning where it's obvious and it's there. And so you see it and you're like, all right, I told myself I'm going to do this. So just kind of priming that and making it obvious, kind of like you said about the vitamins. Yeah. And think about it. That just made me think about too. If you're deciding where you're going to exercise, if you realize you never go in your basement, even if your yoga mat's probably laid out down there, you're not going to see it. So also Mm -hmm. it's all these little decisions that really do add up in such a big way. And and a little off topic here, but I think is, is interesting because I think that a lot of us are, it's given us a chance to kind of rethink and reprogram our environments, meaning that, Mm -hmm. um, I, I couldn't really care less about how big a house I'm in, but I have to be in close to nature. Right. So like I have to prime myself. I think a lot of people are asking these questions now. It's like, now I can work remote. Like, do I have to live in a bigger city? Do I, do I have to work the extra 10 hours to get the three car garage? Right. Like what, like what's really important and creating these environments that ultimately will, I think, make us happier. I don't know. It's a little off subject, but I think COVID's given Mm -hmm. us a great chance to kind of really think about what uplifts us. So I've seen a lot of people now move to smaller rural towns like closer to where they grew up because they can work from home now and they get to spend more time with their family. Yeah, it's actually, Todd, it's so funny you say this because my husband and I, so we live in Santa Cruz right now, but we are, we're from Philadelphia. We are East Coasters at heart. And, um, you know, Santa Cruz isn't the most affordable place. And so we live in a very small one bedroom. Um, I feel fortunate that we do have an extra, you know, little studio space, which is my closet, my gym and my office. So we're making it work, right? It's everything. everything. Um, and while that's great and it's working, it's also, you know, and we live two blocks from the beach, very fortunate for that. Um, but we also would like more space and it's, it's just tough in California too. And, um, we had the opportunity present itself to, we are now moving to Wilmington, North Carolina and we're so thank you. And we're so excited. And obviously, you know, more, more affordable, um, can actually have more, oh my gosh, and can have more space, but it was so interesting. Um, we went down to visit to make sure it was a good fit for us. and you know, they were saying, and this was, you know, this was a few months ago and they had already said, they're like, oh, we've already had over a hundred thousand people move here. And I think that like what you said, so many people are finding that. And even just, you know, friends and family members, we talk to everyone's reevaluating their environment and which we know plays such a big part in not only, you know, we talk about like your habits and things like that, but your happiness and what aligns with you as a person. And we are very much like outdoor, outdoor people. We need to be by the water. Um, and it's just, it's so funny you said it because we're completely in, you know, in the same boat of how can you create the life that you want? And that's something we've always been very, like very much sticklers on is controlling and creating our own life versus mm-hmm. just being dictated by the job you have yep. or where family lives and things like that. And really coming to alignment, just like how you're, you created your program with really just what aligned with you. And that brings out that natural joy. And then you're able, I always think people are able to be their best and highest self when they're really aligned. 
including their environment. Yep. And I think it's just, you know, you have to kind of tying into like, what are the habits or what are the things that people can do to like build a new routine? And we talked about Mm -hmm. the first part is understanding why you want to lose that weight. And it's it's something we, you know, again, the first two to recap this, bring around like full circle. Remember the first thing was going back to the why of you want to do this. Most people jump into choosing this job, um, wanting to lose 10 pounds and don't take the time to understand why. And that takes some soul work. And that to me brings you into the meditation and the mindfulness and the stillness. Because if you don't create that stillness on a daily basis, you will just be subject to your environment. It it will just be automatic reactions that you get a stressor and you react a certain way. But if you're able to create that space and that mindfulness, and I always say that the mind is just like any other muscle. The more you work it, the stronger it gets. It allows you to create that space to be more aligned. That when you choose that next job, when you choose that where you want to live, who your partner is, it's in alignment with who you are. Yeah. And it goes back. It makes me think about something that we preach a lot, um, especially on the show is being you know, so reactionary with your health too. If you have a diagnosis or something goes wrong, you're just reacting constantly versus taking control of it. And that's where mindfulness can come into play. And, mm-hmm. um, creating health is really like what we like to say versus just being so reactionary to it. So I love that. Like it all just comes full circle with everything. Um, and I'm curious, Todd, for you, what is, what's like a typical day in the life for yourself and how do you fit like meditation and exercise and nutrition and just health in general, um, into your daily routine? So it's changed a lot over the years. Um, and I would say that I've been intentional in doing this. Um, but when you're building a business, you're grinding, there's, there's a period where you have to grind. There's no doubt. Yeah. Uh, now, I look back at how many wasted hours I was doing it to know what the fuck I was doing, but there's a grind period, right? And so when I started this, I, now I have an online platform, right? It's a membership-based business. Uh, everything's online. But for 10 years, I, or nine years, I trained people one-on-one in LA. And so I would be training nine clients a day sometimes driving from Santa Monica to West Hollywood to my, I mean, to just... I would get up, I put fours, 4.30 sometimes, 5 a.m., 5.30, you know, you have your first clients and then I would finish around 9 p.m. And so like everyone there, I just carried a yoga mat with me in my old beat up Jeep and I'd find 20 minutes here and just knock out on a park. People probably thought I was homeless. Um, and so <laughs> I, even then when I have like a 5.30 a.m. client, I always tell all these other trainers, like it is your responsibility to be in a positive mindset. When you show up to that 5.30 a.m. client, you should not be in the same mindset as your client at 5.30. You're there to lead by example. And so I sort of develop a habit of like, even to this day, like I move and connect. That's really my program. I move and connect every morning before I look at my phone, before I check emails, before I check social media. And I control my mindset first thing. So this morning, it's kind of more of a recovery day for me. Just when I was unfortunate, I lived by the ocean, went down, jumped in the ocean, did my meditation. And that's before you look at social media and emails. And I think that that's something that during this time of, of COVID is something that's really brought to light for me is this like, we can control the inputs. Like it's our responsibility to control the inputs. And if you wake up in the morning looking at your phone, you are going to get all this stimulus. It's most likely negative, right? And it's your responsibility to control those inputs. And so for me, that's moving and connecting every day. And then now I'm fortunate where I don't, I'm not training people all day or writing programs or creating content or get, you know, like I'm going to write some more workouts right now. And we're going to film again in two or three weeks. And we're just launching different parts of our program service and community. So it's a lot different now, uh, putting together a weekly email today, that type of thing. But I've, I was intentional in creating this where I didn't want to train. I knew I could not train people, even though the money was great. Like I could not train people in nine day, nine people a day for the rest of my life. So it was like, I would take yeah. the profits from most people who didn't know me, just thought I was running an online fitness business the whole time. 
that I, I gave that for away for probably two or three years on YouTube for free. I, I just took the profits from my personal training business and created content and just listened to what the market wanted. Like it started off as like hour, like 50 minute to hour long workouts and heard enough people say that we only have 20 minutes. And so I was like, oh, how the hell do I get you in shape in 20 minutes? So I took that 50 minute program and chopped it down to the, the bare essentials for 20. But all of that happened while I was personal training. So people are always talking about like, Hey, I, would, I want to I want to quit my job and start a new business. I'm like, don't quit your job right now. Like, take whatever money you have and then start, you know, exploring the side hustle on nights and weekends. And the reality is, if you're not willing to work nights and weekends, you're, being an entrepreneur probably isn't for you. It doesn't mean you're any better or worse of a person, but like that's the type of work it takes. And so, yeah, that's my daily routine. Is I think that'll be like until today, even on vacation, right? It's like I move every day and I connect to my spiritual practice first thing. That's non-negotiable. So if we were all going to vacation, you just know that Todd's going to need his moments to move and connect before he, he does anything else. Yeah. And it's just 20 minutes, right? It's yeah. 20 minutes. And like you said, you can bring it anywhere. There's no equipment needed. And sometimes too, if you're not doing the exercise piece of it, you just need your mind, right? You just need you. Just shot this morning again. I didn't even exercise. I went for a walk, jumped yeah. in the ocean, and did the meditation. Right. So you sh- again, the formula. You shot the system. So if you're like, you may like to run, you may like to lift at the gym. Like, well, we have CrossFits that, you know, before COVID, they would do their their wad and they'd sit there as a, as a community and do the meditation afterwards. So just do you. Just add the meditation at and afterwards. And I really want to encourage you to control your mindset. And take ownership of that first thing before you look at your phone. You know, I would love, Todd, before we wrap up, if you're open to it, if we could do a short meditation just to give people an idea and especially um, help them help show people too, if they don't currently meditate, Mm -hmm. just how attainable it is. Sure. Okay. Again, I always prefer to say you'll get a little bit out of this, something out of this today, you'll get more out of it if you do it right after your exercise. Um, But for everyone listening, don't close your eyes and be driving. Um, (laughs) So for everyone else, if you can uh, take a seat, just get seated for a second. You don't have to, again, there's nothing fancy about it. Just kind of close your eyes. Just let the room sink in. It's just a four-part meditation. Um, We don't really time each part, but we'll kind of just guide you through it. So the first part is just a moment of gratitude, right? got a chance to maybe move your body today. You've got friends and family in your life, a roof over your head, food to eat. Even during tough times, and this year has been tough for all of us, you can find moments of gratitude. So whatever it is you're grateful for, just make it personal right now. It could be someone in your life, whatever it may be, just take a moment of gratitude. Now I want you to shift your focus to lifting up a loved one. Imagine a glowing light hovering over them as they go about their day. This could be a friend, a family member, could be going through a tough time, just pour blessings upon them. Understand that we're all connected. You know, I often say that one of the things I often visualize is my brother's a police officer. I see him coming home from his, his work. His kids are waiting on the porch, waiting for him, giving him a big hug. A smile comes across his face. A smile comes across the kid's face. And there's just a glowing light hovering over them. Lift up that special someone to you right now. Now, this third part, I want you to visualize success today. What does it look like? More importantly, what does it feel like? It could be a business meeting, a sales call. It could be as simple as going for a walk after dinner with your kids. 
maybe going to soccer practice. So what does a good day look like? Step into that moment now. See it happen before it happens. And finally, I just want you to be still. Listen to the rise and the fall of the breath, the sounds of the room. Just be. Thoughts may come in and out of the mind. Just imagine it's a balloon coming by. You acknowledge it. You pop the balloon and let it pass, just pass right through. Just be. Slowly start to bring some awareness back to the body. Gently open the eyes. God bless. Oh, that was so good. To, I, I don't know about for you, but whenever I do a meditation, I feel like when you open your eyes, you're waking up for the first time again. Like you do, sad. you just feel... I always feel more energized unless it's a sleep meditation. Um, I usually don't make it through the whole thing, um, but energized, but with a calm energy, but with a calm energy, if with that clarity. makes sense. Yeah. With clarity, you do. It's just like, you just feel awake mm -hmm. and alive. So thank you. That was so great. Um, I hope it helped. Okay. For everyone listening, I hope it helped. And uh, yeah. Yeah. I know you can Thanks always come back to, to this episode and listen to that meditation. So we do like to Todd wrap up every show, um, before we find out where we can connect with you, we just have some three rapid fire questions for you. So first thing that comes to mind, which the first one we may have gone over, but you may surprise us with something else, right, um, is what is your favorite de-stressing practice or tool? I mean, that's, working out, like I need to mm -hmm. move my body. Like I'm an angry son of a bitch. If I don't move my body, like don't talk to me until I've worked out. Um, and then again, the meditation afterwards, we kind of talked about it, right? Like yeah. working out and then switching over the nervous system. I found for, to, for me to be really important, kind of tap more into the parasympathetic with the meditation. Um, those, like I do that on the daily. Love it. Okay. Coffee or tea? Coffee hands down. Are you kidding me? And how do you take and, it? Well, I even I, I was jumped on this earlier when you said the coffee was brewing. I don't even trust people who don't fritz press. I mean, oh, I know we're we're French I mean, pressers over French here, press. but no, I yeah. no, all my friends with like three kids are like, screw you, you don't have time to fritz press. But yeah, I fritz press. Um, I'll drink it black a couple of days a week, and the other days I'll do a bulletproof, and I'll like as part of like a 16-hour fast every day. Uh, or nice. like five days a week, I do a 16 hour fast. Um, but this morning it's just straight black coffee. Nice. And you know what? It's still brewing when you pour the water in, you got to let it steep for a little bit. Right. <laughs> but yeah, no, we're, we're French press people too. Probably cause it's only two of us. I will say, <laughs> um, throw a little, a couple of those, a little, little run around, maybe not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Actually we are, I am pregnant with our first, Congrats. so we're, we're getting ready for those life changes. I'm like, you know, even my sister yesterday is like, she has two kids under the age of 
three and she's like, sleep as much as you can. I'm like, oh geez. <laughs> I'm like, I'll, I'll take you up on that. Um, okay. This is my favorite question. What is your favorite home cooked meal? Ooh, home cooked meal. Well, I mean, a beer and a steak. I mean, you can't beat that. Now, it, you know, it's home cooked meal. Let's be specific. Is it something I would cook or like going back home? Oh, either. It could be okay, so something I, your family makes, something so you I, make. I make, I love doing a steak and a cast iron with yeah. some broccolini and then I'll have a glass of tequila. Um, that is like money for me. Going back home, I mean, pops, pops can cook. You know, so I'll give Pop some credit. We'll do some, you know, uh, deer meat wrapped in bacon. Um, Yeah, something like that. Nice. That sounds great. Um, Well, Todd, this was awesome. And I'm so excited for people to hopefully after this episode want to connect with you. And where's the best place they can do that? Where can they sign up um, to join your community and do your workouts and meditation? Give me all the things. Um, yeah. So try to keep it as simple as possible Yeah. <laughs> uh, for everyone out there. They can get access to 10 free days of the workouts. They can get the free meditation. All that's free. Don't throw your credit card. Just go to tmacfitness.com. It's TMAC fitness. If you're on Instagram, you can hop on our Instagram. I'm usually on there. Uh, doing workouts and a little bit of meditation and stuff like that. So Instagram's TMAC Fitness as well. Yeah, those are two places. If you have any questions, reach out. Happy to help. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Todd. Like Todd said, give yourself 20 minutes a day to move and get your mind right. You may be focusing on trying to do some super long workout or meditation, but often that can be too difficult or discouraging and the habit doesn't stick. By giving yourself 20 minutes, you open yourself up for success. And hey, if you want to go longer, you still can. Thank you for listening to Naturally Well by Nordic Naturals. And remember, you can watch every episode of the podcast on our Naturally Well YouTube channel. If you want to know more about me, you can follow me on Instagram at livewellwithkate, where I typically live on my stories, providing a variety of daily health and wellness tips. Naturally Well is hosted by myself, Kate Turner, and produced by Andrew Steven. If you have any questions, please send us an email at podcast at nordicnaturals.com and we hope to answer your question on air. Thanks for listening and I'll see you next time.